going to the club tonight. Me either. Right. Let's go somewhere different. What you doing in the summertime? Yeah, you too. Flack was saying it might be you. Who is this? Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack. So it'll actually be New Year's Eve when this yes. posts, right? M-I-E. The 31st, I think. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yo, I fucks with that song. Roberta Flack just put us in the whole mood. You know, Roberta Flack gave for New us Year's hits. Eve. Don't forget, she's the originator of Struggling <laughs> My Pain yes, with His that Fingers. Voice. <laughs> and those faces. Like chocolate. Yes. And she's a delta. <laughs> Tur. She's a delta. You, you, you feeling the Medea right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Happy New Year's and welcome to another week, another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. Yes, kittens. Hi. I am P. Ryan. As always, you can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P R Y A N. And I'm Eric, and you can find, find me on Instagram and Twitter at E Dante Cole. Yes, find us both on Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. <laughs> Send your love, um, your request, your hate, um, your animosity, <laughs> yeah. your jealousy. You are your jealousy. To HungUpPod at Gmail. You can actually click on our link on our Instagram page or just email us at hunguppod, H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget to comment, rate, review, all that jazz, all of us. Um, at, We're better got you in the mood. Okay. On SoundCloud, um, yeah. Stitcher, iTunes, iTunes, iTunes Apple Podcasts, iTunes, like Apple podcast, literally yeah. everything that we're on. My bad. Find Apple us. Podcast. And we found out that we're on things that we didn't even know we was on. So just Google search. Okay. I was like, <laughs> and see, who put us on there? <laughs> and, you know, Hadrick and I are like having this conversation over text and we're trying to figure out if we mad about yeah, this or like are we happy about it? Dot like, FM. I was just like, we on the FM program? We don't know who, like, I don't it know. must be because we're on Apple Podcasts. It just kind of like puts you out to other stations. But then Google search us, child, and then, you know, see where you can rate and review and do so. I wonder if that's a common thing. Like, I wonder if other po- I'm going I'm to look. I wonder if the mm-hmm. other podcasts are also kind of like it's spread. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's up. Yeah. Wow. It's good to see you, though. Good to see you. Me? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the, the listeners. I was like, you see it from here? 
Okay, well, it's good to be in the uh, presence of everyone yes, listening, but I'm just saying, it, I feel like one it's, more been, time. it's been a while, um, mm. especially because I was going all week. I feel like I haven't seen you in like forever. Yeah, I'm glad to be in the service. Okay. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's good and thank to you see all you for too. listening too. Yes, guys. You How all you? may be. Oh, okay, cool. Pouring champagne. I doubt you're listening to the show right now on New Year's Eve, but for some of y'all that might, might be, be right that when the sun's <clears> up. really got love for us. You said when the what? When the sun's up. <laughs> you know you don't got nowhere to be. Exactly. You might have started early with um a little champagne. Champagne. Or, you know. Yeah. So I hope you're enjoying it. Happy yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Eric? I'm good. I'm 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 good. It's good to see you. It's um it's been a week. It's like I'm literally just getting back into Philly like a couple of hours ago because mm. I was in Maryland for like seven days straight. Shout out. Um, low key, high key. <laughs> it was a blessing that I even had a week off. I I haven't had a week off in a while. Like it just so happened that my job was closed mm. for the holiday, so my parents were super excited. Just. For me being home for a whole week, like that hasn't happened since, I don't know, yeah. when the last time that's happened. Yeah. Usually when I go home, it's a real quick high and by day or two, you know, something like that. But definitely enjoyed um, time with my family. That was really cool. Um, I spent time with my homie Wes. Shout out to Wesley. Hey, Wes. Um, we went to the movies with his mom. We saw Jumanji. Cute. Was um, it nice? Was it good? So... I feel like, spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen it yet, and the rest of you who have already made up your minds, you're not going to see it. <laughs> um, I feel like for part two, it was all right. It okay. wasn't. It wasn't horrible, um, but I feel like it was okay. So like instead of the board game being the backdrop to the whole story, it was a video game. Okay. And so like as a gamer, that was kind of cool for me. Yeah. Because I like that, but still I've played better video games <laughs> than this movie was. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart was cool. I feel like they kind of watered him down a little bit. Um, not his personality, per se, but just, like, his comedy. Cute. It wasn't as, like... Well, not really cute, but yeah, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> we, we heard from him, but we didn't hear from him a whole, whole lot. Like, he didn't mm. steal the show, I guess you can say. Okay. I think maybe some people were expecting that. I don't know. Um, but... At the end of the day, I still feel like the original part one, first story, with rest in peace, Robin Williams, I feel like that was the best. Mm, still, the, still the best. Yeah. Um, so, it was my birthday this past week. Yes, it was. <laughs> and Happy belated birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was so pressed on to like cook me dinner, right? This was like important for him. For, like, obvious reasons that I don't really need to go into. Well, I guess it's not obvious for you guys <laughs> listening, especially if I'm not going into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for me, obvious reasons um, that I'm not going to go into. It's more personal. But for this year, Dad really wanted to hook me a birthday dinner. So I was like, okay, okay, Dad. Like, I'm cool with that. I was happy. And I was like, but it's just, you know, one rule. No pork. Mm. Right? And he was pissed. <laughs> no. <laughs> He wasn't pissed because my dad knows that I don't eat pork, okay. right? But he kind of thinks it's funny because, like, my dad is old school country boy. Like, that tickles him yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I don't eat pork and that I kind of have, like, this diet. Not No, I don't have a diet. Well, maybe of you a sort. Because there's certain things that I just don't yeah. fuck with. Yeah. But um, anyway, just to keep this thing moving forward, 
He cooked an amazing dinner for me. It was delicious. He made some greens that were kind of like kale and something else mixed in. Cute. And it was delicious, but my dad could not hesitate. He... I guess to him, it was just like, all right, Eric doesn't want pork, so I won't like stuff a pig and put an apple in its mouth and serve it to him. But I'm going to put, put pork some in pork in his greens. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. he ain't going to see that. Or that don't matter. I mean, I don't know. Like, whatever my dad like processed, whatever. Mm. Um, he put pork in them damn greens, and I was petrified. Like, I was, because usually pork really doesn't do well with me at all. Because mm-hmm. I don't eat it. So, um, I was really hesitant, so I put a little bit on my plate, warmed it up. Because, you know, black parents, Mm -hmm. how dare you not eat this food? Are you crazy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I actually, like, threw a little vinegar in it because, I don't know. I heard somewhere that that kind of breaks up the, I don't know, the shit that's in pork. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But for damn sure, it makes it taste good. I, I've, so you I, messed those greens up. So I fucked those greens up. Uh, went back for seconds and thirds. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I made it back to Philly right, without <laughs> imploding from the inside out from, yes. from eating the fucking pork. So. And can we just let the record show? I called Eric while he was home with his father. And Eric's daddy wants to make me a meal as well, okay? Because Eric's daddy thinks we dating, okay? So, for the record, y'all, me and Eric married. We's married now, okay? Right. I'm married now. He said, wish Patrick a happy Christmas and a happy new year, and I'll make him a plate. I was like, okay, dad. My dad was doing the most. I'm like, all right, dad, damn. He's going to be disappointed, though, when we tell him that we're not married. That's fine. But, um, and then the thing about it, like, my dad doesn't ask me questions. He just assumes the shit, right? right. <laughs> I'm married with a kid. Right. <laughs> but Hilarious. Port Green's story was cool. Um, I thought it was funny, and I just wanted to share that with everybody. And just to wrap up my check-in, um, I, you know, usually Christmas is more of an observation for me, especially in my adult years. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Especially coming back home, I was really thinking about it. This year, this 2018, I wanted to be different. I want to actually have, like, a Christmas. Oh. Um, and I'm not into the whole traditional sense of it because I'm not with all that shit. <laughs> um, but just the sense of... Because um, my father is not into, into traditions at all. Okay. So, like, spending time with him again this this upcoming Christmas... Putting up a tree, he never does that. Like taking him a out real shopping. One or a fake one? I don't know what we're gonna do yet. It's gonna have to be baby steps. I might yeah. have to do a short, small, fake one for him. That's what we whatever. Do. Like get a few gifts, throw it up under there. Like we gonna have a Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, because we just we just haven't done that in a while. And I'm sure some of you can relate. I know a lot of you really, and we see it all over um, social media and people sharing, you know, twitters and, re- and retweets. A lot of people. Um, you know, around family, and it's a really big deal. But, you know, for some of us, it's not necessarily that way. So Christmas probably, you know, it looks different for mm-hmm. everybody. So I'm just saying for me, I want to um, do that for him. It's really for, for Dad. So Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. So, yeah, I know I went on for a few minutes, so just, like, thank you for sharing. But it's been a full week, you know what I mean? And thank you for sharing. You share. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you for letting me share. That's what I meant to say. No problem. Because <laughs> I know I was going on for a few minutes. Eric, you be tickling me. That's what I'm <laughs> Yes. Wonderful. 
<laughs> can we clean clean? Yes. How are you? I'm good. You see, I didn't talk until you asked Listen, me. he's up, y'all. He's up. He fell asleep on the right side of my couch, which okay. is his favorite spot. Could I just and let listen, the people know? He woke up. Let me let them know. M- Mama woke up with her hair wrapped. My and, hair is and still wrapped. Do you hear me? Want to be asked any questions? Do my you hair hear me? is still Don't in my body. Show. <laughs> Take a show. What show? What show, man? It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. You late. You missed it. <laughs> We're skipping till next week. Listen, <laughs> my body, when I came to Eric's spot, realized that I w- I'm running on like two and a half hours of sleep and have been doing so since five o'clock this morning. And so I sat up in that chair and Clearly, rested and slept in heavenly peace. You okay? rested. Yeah. And my head is still in this makeshift bonnet, aka my beanie. Because it's cold outside. Listen, <laughs> slept so hard, even the beanie left a mark around your head. Did it really? <laughs> no, it oh. didn't. Because, <laughs> you know, I just got up and said, all right, we tape it? But you was done. Like, <laughs> you were l- laid out. Like, Glasses snoring, on everything. y'all. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm owning it. I'm getting awake as we go through the show. So I'm here. Okay. <laughs> all right. And I was married now. I'm here. And I'm, I was married now. <laughs> And I was going to get a play from my father-in-law. Okay? You going to get them greens? I'm going to get them greens. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm see, really, I don't wait, fuck with the pork either really like that. Now, yeah. wait. No, <laughs> but you know what? The greens are so good. And y'all, I don't fuck with pork. Like, seriously, like, at all. But I felt like I had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am and I went back. Like, they were you delicious. Did, you said seconds and thirds. You went seconds back. Seconds and okay. thirds. For sure. Yes. <laughs> you went back like the one who went back to Jesus. To say, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> To touch the but, hem of the green's garment. What? Just one more time. That's a different story. If I can just be in That's the a presence. Story. Can I just be in the presence yes. of the pork greens? <laughs> just one more time. Goodbye, Eric Cole. <laughs> Finish your show game. My bad. Let me stop. I'm my week was cute. As you mentioned, um, we were not together this week. Um, for the most part, I was really taking this partial break and like working my behind off to just get a little more financially stable, to get uh, financial in my organization, or nice. to continue being financial, I guess. That's a blessing. Um, okay. When you're able. And a curse. When you're able. Okay. Because when you see them funds leave that, that bank account, you'd be like, oh my gosh, is this worth it? What did I do? <laughs> Like, oh my word. You wake up in a cold sweat. Like, <laughs> you have to really count up the cost. <laughs> I wouldn't believe he paid Woo. it all, but I don't know. They say Bank of America says something else. That organization is expensive. Okay. And shout out to everybody who can remain financial in their organizations mm-hmm. um, here and abroad, whatever type of organization it is, because the shit ain't cheap. It's not cheap. It's not it cheap. cheap. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, I've just been like catching up on like some TV as like a little self-care. But last week we talked about faith a little bit, and as we're approaching this new year, I like I'm trying to be very intentional about like what my faith journey is going to be. And so we talked about some of the pitfalls and how you know you can have the intent to spend time with God or to like read your word a little bit, and sometimes it's just like I'm so tired, I'm so busy, it's not working out. Um, but the theme kept coming back to me of like. The reason some parts of 2017 didn't really go the way that I wanted is because I tried to just like be in control of everything. I tried to take the steering steering wheel of everything. And so I want to be a little more purposeful about surrender in 2018. And so in this week, in this transition week going into 2018, I'm going to be saying yes, like our girl 
Shonda. Shonda. Well, <laughs> it's just gonna be in a year, way. Yes. <laughs> but I think also surrender is just like allowing some things to come and like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily being complacent because you're still keeping busy and you're still working. But it's really just understanding that some things are bigger than you. Some things are not in your control and kind of just moving in that direction. And honestly, I don't have a definition for surrender completely, right? So I happened to look up the definition. I wrote it on a piece of paper and I decided to look up like 12 Bible verses for surrender. And I think what'll help me in being more consistent in my study is splitting those 12 Bible verses over the 12 months in 2018. Mm. And so really just focusing, not trying to bite off more than I can chew and focusing on one per month and just like trying to understand different aspects of what the Bible says surrender is. Mm. And so I hope it works. Um, I kind of put it in a word document. I pasted it on my wall and I was just like, this will kind of set the foundation for me. Another thing in this week that has just been popping up, listening to my girls or our girls at the Remedy podcast, What's up, y'all? listening to the friend zone, listening just to like different podcasts, talking to different people, the theme of understanding your worth and demanding that worth plus tax has really come up. And, yeah. you know, we talked about this throughout the year, you know, of really understanding what your worth is, understanding the things that you're doing that don't highlight that you value yourself or that you find yourself worthy or that you you are words you know what i mean like you are just you know acting in a way that reflects your self-worth and i want to be more intentional about that in 2018 too so in addition to surrendering it's also understanding my worth and not settling for anything below the mark Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was my lead that's awesome and i hope like i really pray that that it continues into 2018 and whether it comes with good or bad consequences, that boundary is set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one, that's like perfect, like going into our topic. Mm. And two, what you just said reminded me of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Come on, wisdom. The wisdom to know the difference. I feel like that is the the main thing mm-hmm. knowing what you can change what you can affect and knowing when you got to step back yeah you know what i'm saying like we hear all the time choose your battles and that's um a part of this you know depending on how you want to interpret it um picking your battles knowing where to insert your energy and when you need to remove it <laughs> you know when you need to change up the energy that's around us with our friends or our social circle or our work circles or like what have you like whatever and what i'm learning is sometimes those changes too don't have to be announced right Mm -hmm. and i feel like when we announce those changes especially when shifting like relationships or like changing the the people and the environments that we used to be in when we announce it it kind of gives us kind of a leeway to stay in those things right and so just being Mm -hmm. you know serious about creating a shift and just doing yeah. it instead of announcing it. Yeah, be authentic to yourself. Yeah, I hope all this is making sense. You it know, is I making still, sense. I just woke up, still got the bonnet on. Nah, but you, <laughs> you must have slept and had some type of... Because <laughs> it is making sense. It's like, be authentic to yourself. Um, and again, wow, it's just like crazy. I love how all this is tying into what we're going to be talking about. But be authentic to yourself. We don't have to announce everything on social media, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, sometimes you just have to do something mm-hmm. and, and not need validation from people you know and or strangers and as we do it people will recognize it right 
when you do it. Your situations and the people you hang with will shift accordingly. Yeah. So there is no... When you do it, right? So it's like, it's making you accountable to yourself by keeping your mouth shut because the people are going to notice the change and see the difference when you actually execute. And so will you too. So by the end of 2018, if you've seen no change in your situation, then you know maybe you really haven't put forth as much action as you intended to. But then if you can look back at the end of 2018 and say, oh my goodness, this cleared up, that cleared up, that got together, Mm -hmm. this got in order, then you realize the action that you put forth was truly not in vain. And that's what I I really hope to happen at the end of the year. And and that's real. And, And I feel like actions come from our decisions, right? So every decision that we make, um, every day is going to lead us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like how they say, no pressure, but pressure, <laughs> but pressure, because <laughs> everything that we do. And and I had a really interesting conversation with someone that I just like met, I bumped into on the street. We just like started having this great conversation, and um, she was just saying how, you know, we don't like to take responsibility for how connected we are. Mm-hmm to other people um and i just thought that was so dope because that's so true what my neighbor across the street is doing i have no idea who that person is or what they're doing but even their decisions it's impacting everything and everybody so yeah it's good to you know i i think we should just jump on in to the to the topic (laughs) you cool with that yes so my bonnet has now turned into a shower cap and i've it, jumped into the pool you <laughs> you ready to swim because without that bonnet you ain't getting nowhere near okay the gotta keep it in <laughs> so i just thought for for this topic um you know we have a new year's theme and we're constantly hearing about um, new year's resolutions at this point is very cliche um we are constantly um we do this every year Right, where we where we have these resolutions, and I feel like sometimes we um, we fall short. And I wanted to um, share this video. Um, I, I meant to send it to you, but it's a video on YouTube that I found, <clears throat> and now it's great because I get to share it with you now <laughs> and everybody listening. And after you listen to this, hopefully you go back and listen to it. So that way you can kind of take from it and and observe how you want to observe it. But it was a video um, published and created by Evan Carmichael, who has this huge following on YouTube. Um, I really honestly didn't know much about this guy. So I looked him up, and it seems like he's a great speaker. He's He's also an author. He's an entrepreneur. He's a motivator. And most of all, it seems like he's a businessman. He created this montage, if you will, of videos that took clips from interviews Issa has done over the years where she's given this real, this raw, personal advice for career success and, like, personal growth. Issa Rae? Issa Rae, yeah. And the name of the video is called Issa's 10 Rules for Success. So, again, um, you guys should check it out on YouTube when you get a chance. Um, I'm sure I'll post a clip... um, on our Instagram and on our Twitter at some point soon. But again, it's Issa's 10 Rules for Success by Evan Carmichael. Um, 
going into the new year, like I was saying, we hear a lot about New Year's resolutions. And some folks follow through on their resolutions and some and some folks don't. And I and I think that there's a common reason for that. Just like I believe, you know, that there's a common reason for why, you know, some people are able to follow through and commit to the things that they, you know, set set up, you know, before the New Year's. Social media always shames us <laughs> around Jan- at the end of January. Um, it makes us feel bad about, you know, falling back or reneging on these New Year's resolutions that we have. But it's really common. Like I said, some folks, like I said, actually do it. Shout out to them. But for the rest of us, I feel like we're jumping ahead of ourselves in the self-actualization process. We're going straight from point A to C um, and not really processing B. I think going back to what you were just saying a few minutes ago, to follow through and make change and or break a habit, there has to be some type of mental shift. Um, Otherwise, it could be easy for us to fall back into our old ways or just forget about what we said we would do to begin with. And that could be a conscious decision or unconscious decision. So in honors of New Year's and of our homegirl, Issa, because I love you and she's beautiful. I really just love to hear her speak. Um, I think she's brilliant. We talked about um, the two new shows that she has coming out on the last episode. Can't wait to see it. So in honor of her and New Year's, I wanted to use Issa's 10 Rules of Success as a foundation for us and the people listening going into the new year to use that to kind of describe the things that we want to see happening around us to the people that we know or love or even for ourselves. So, cool? Cool. (laughs) And we don't have to do all 10 if you don't want. I mean, you can read through all 10 or like you're playing the videos on the show. I was going to actually post it on YouTube, um, Instagram, and okay. Twitter at some point, like clips. Okie dokie. So, and what's our Instagram and Twitter? Hung up hot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. <laughs> so okay. yeah, we'll, we'll just run through them. We don't yeah. just spend a lot of time on each one. And maybe like highlight the ones that we, that spoke to us? I was just about to say that, yeah. Cute. Because everything may not speak to you, right? Like depending on where we are in life mm-hmm. or what our motivations are or, you know, what our goals are. Everything is not going to necessarily apply, right? Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Issa, for this. Um, the first one, and again, this was created by Evan Carmichael. So, the, the first rule for success was just start. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Like Nike. Just yeah. get up and do it. Um, I was talking to Spencer, friend of the show. Hey, Spence. And I was talking to him about some things that... I really want to work on going into 2018 and um, the support group kind of like came up. Mm -hmm. So uh, be on the lookout, you guys, for more information on that. It's more, but it's more of a local thing that we're doing here. What's the intention? Well, that, those is, it's still being developed. I don't know if I want to go into it, but I mean, really it's, I mean, the intention is, you know, for a, a group of people to be able to come together about once a month to be able to share, connect, listen, mm-hmm. um, unfold, mm-hmm. refold if they need to, um, get support for like the things that they're doing and kind of just like create a group of friends where, you know, we're not just partying and linking up to like do social stuff, but we're actually coming together 
to be progressive, whether that's in like personal growth, whether that's getting career advice, whether that's getting help with a resume, applying for a job, like whatever. Like, I feel like that's something that I've always wanted for myself. So I haven't been able to necessarily tap into that. So something just told me, just do it yourself. Just start. You know what I mean? Like, just do it. Mm -hmm. The things that we want, the things that we're saying that we're lacking and that we want to have in our lives and we wish was different, we just got to do it, y'all. We can't wait for someone else to come up with the idea that we're thinking in our head and bring it to us. I feel like we have the strength and we have the ability to, like I said, just start. How do you feel about rule number two? Don't lose your voice. Um, Did keep you going feel like through you count? Okay. I'll, I'll say which ones I, that, that you connect with. Yeah. All right. The next one I'll say I connected with, which was stop making excuses. Um, I connected with that because Issa said in that particular clip that we're the only person that's in our own way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Number four was create community. Literally, kind of like what I was just talking about. Creating that space. One thing she said that kind of stuck out to me was, she said, working with people who are on our level, that are trying to do the things that we're trying to do, and use that as a community to support each other, to get, to move upwards. Instead of, if you have an idea, whatever it is, so we're starting, you know, I want to say at the bottom, but you're starting in the beginning. Instead of trying to reach someone or trying to get to a resource that has made it, that is out, like, huge, like she suggested, mm. work with people who are on your level. Yeah, yeah. And use that as a community to kind of move the things that you want to see happen forward. Okay. I like that. You like that? Yeah. That's insightful. Yeah. I really like that. I really connected with that. Be creative. Mm-hmm. That was the next rule. I think as someone who creates music, how do, how do you feel about that? Did you connect with Eric, that? I said go through the list. I'm going to tell you at the end. Oh, so you want me to go through the whole yes. thing? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, I mean, it's different ways to do things, yes. right? So I thought we would, so we're going through all of them. And Just then, because I feel some of them overlap. All right. Since I already have a behind-the-scenes peek at the list. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been commenting on the ones that I've connected yes, with. I know, I so, know. <laughs> okay, my bad for not just getting the format. No worries. Um, <laughs> y'all see how his auntie just woke up, y'all? He's not having it. All right. The next one was find your confidence. Mm-hmm. The next one was be fully committed. Next rule of success was embrace who you are. Mm. And second to last was work with great people. And then the very last rule for success was give great speeches. That one's cute. I really like that because I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's really relevant mm. on mm. a micro level and on a macro level. Okay, micro and macro. Yeah. So... Um, the first thing that stuck out to me was kind of the just start and be creative, right? Um, because as you had mentioned with kind of like a project that you're working on, you kind of had that fire under you to kind of just start, right? I think all of us, those listening, the two of us here, have a lot of 
projects that we would love to bring, ooh, excuse me, bring about in the new year. But I feel like so many times when we figure, when we think about just starting those projects, what comes right after, all of the limitations and the reasons why, like, oh, this might not work out, right? Or I have to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this, to finally get the thing off the ground, right? Mm -hmm. And so that hinders the just starting process. And what will mm -hmm. happen is by December, we're still just trying to start, right? right? We still have anxiety about, mm -hmm. like you said, the mm -hmm. list of things that we feel are roadblocks. Yeah. And so I think to get that just start happening so that we can be at the end of the year and say we've done all of this stuff is to really be creative of how we're going to start and how we're going to keep momentum going and how we're going to push through and make those projects happen. So those really stuck out to me as like not one and the same, but two things that work together to make whatever you want come to life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Especially when, you know, your resources may be limited or you think your resources are limited. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And real talk, sometimes they are. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of folks have struggled finding the, re they have the idea, right? But they just struggle finding the resources. And that's why I think create community, um, number four, was really important. Yeah, I had a question about that, though. What's your question? How do you Issa? create? <laughs> yes, Issa. Issa, girl, tell me. How do you create community, right? And that's a question for me simply because I, I see community being created on platforms like Twitter, right? And I see community be, being created on platforms like Instagram, or I see people like Issa who really just took a gang of her friends who are kind of on one accord in that art realm and like really make something happen. But when I even look at my own life and I think of like the passions that I want and I think of like my social group, a lot of those people don't have the same interests as me, right? So I'm just like, well, then how do I create community surrounding my passion? That Not is, to be like a negative Nancy, but like no, to really just that's, like... That's actually a really good question and it just popped in my head. I can't believe I remember this. <laughs> well, I mean, the video's not that long, guys. It's like 18 minutes. She gave an example of how she created community in the very beginning when she wanted to launch her YouTube series. Mm -hmm. she, she said that she went on Facebook and she started searching people by their last names. And she used like African last names because mm -hmm. she wanted to create an African community okay. um, to be able to like start that dialogue. And she said she just started searching um, by African names and literally just like adding strangers. Oh, wow. And, and she said that's how she started creating a community. You know, people are going to dismiss themselves or, you know, ask you to be withdrawn from the group. But then at the end of the day, you have 50, 75 people that are interested in hearing about what you may have to say. Yeah. And that's a start. And you see how that overlaps? Because I think for her to do that, she had to find her confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And I think... True. Because... Yeah. That, let's be serious. Even on a random platform like Twitter where you know the purpose is to kind of engage with people who you may not know right? Right, right it feels so awkward sometimes to hit that follow button or to add somebody and it really takes mm. a level of confidence to be like yes. let me reach out to I'm you so let you me like let me just go out on a limb and see if that's we have real. something in common to make something happen that's so real yeah so how, I think how, what, what, what would your advice be for people who have because I think that is so real mm -hmm. what like how do you overcome that Oh, I don't know, because I haven't. <laughs> but I think when I look at Issa, and for her to even create this list, I feel like she has achieved a, gotten to a point in her journey 
you know, where she's checked off one thing so she's able to fall into the other. And I don't know if I have advice for, for people to kind of like find their confidence, but I guess the finding confidence would overlap with just start, just do it. Which is scary. And yeah. I think just going back to what you were it's saying, terrifying. if you don't have the confidence, it's just like asking someone to just start. They're just like, how do I do you that? You feel weird, yeah. You feel weird. I think what I will say, because I don't know, I don't necessarily have the answer for that, but what I will say is that we are blessed to have people like Issa Rae mm-hmm. who we can look up to. And, and kind of create, that can be provided a blueprint, a confidence gainer. Like, yeah. damn, like if she can do it, why can't I? Mm-hmm. And even that, like, take Issa out of the equation. Like, that's just the God in us. Like, we gotta just start telling ourselves, y'all, yeah. that we are capable, mm-hmm. and the things that we want to have, like, it's possible. Yeah. Like, you can really go back to our episode when we were singing Cinderella. Patrick. Impossible. <laughs> oh, forgive those notes. Okay. <laughs> so sleepy one. But yeah, look at Issa. Yeah. Look at Beyonce, yeah. who we stand Seriously. for, right? People that we really They believed yeah. in themselves. How do you get to a point where you believe in yourself consistently, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes we believe in ourselves, sometimes we don't. Not sure, but it really takes just going through that fire and like maybe sitting in that self-doubt yeah. and calling it by its name. Foolery. Okay? Foolery. Clownery. Connect with other people's trauma or tragedies or, you know, fear or whatever that is. Like, listen to... We have resources, y'all. Like, it's just so much out here. You know what I mean? We just had Monte on, our first guest, who shared an amazing story about coming from, you know, a crazy circumstance, being homeless, like, kicked out because he was gay, you know, going through abuse, to really, like turning his life around mm-hmm. like we can find inspiration in so many things but I think it's up to us like just going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago it's a mental shift like we there's some work that we have to do y'all yeah there's some work like there's something that we're gonna have to put into it and it's not gonna be easy and a lot of times it's not easy because it's something different or we have to break a habit and it's not gonna be easy but just know that it's gonna be worth it in the long run Absolutely. Um, one thing that I, another thing on the list that really stuck out to me was the embrace who you are. And I think that stuck out to me because I, I talked about earlier just like recognizing my value and not settling for anything less in any aspect of my life, right? Yes. That's a part of embracing who you are. Yes. On the flip side, there's an embracing of who I am, where whether it's like, you know, embracing my quote-unquote femininity right because like what the fuck is femininity and masculinity um also embracing like my body and it shifts and and twists or embracing like how i may come off to people embracing all those facets of myself but then also embracing my value right yeah and not trying to fit anyone's mold that may say oh no you need to settle for this or no you can do this in this realm because you know it'll satisfy xyz type of need or give you xyz type of instant gratification no embrace literally the the essence of who you are let me get let me get into a little bible okay because because now you got me fired up (laughs) but the bible does say we were made a little lower than the angels okay do you know what that means do you know what that means i remember i i went back and said that there was a sermon that I listened to that said that there was a mistranslation. It says we were actually made a little lower than Elohim, right? 
And so if that is the case, and we were literally made a little lower than the supreme being, do you recognize how much value we actually have? The bullshit that we really are enduring in, from day to day is not our portion. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like it, it, it got me just a little passionate because <laughs> so when I look back at 2017, there are so many things that I allowed and I just like mulled over and I, 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 I let stress me out. And it's just like, that shouldn't have even been at your doorstep. Not at all. Not at all. And you, and you hit the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I copied a quote that she, she said during that segment, Embrace Who You Are. She said, stop working so hard to be someone. It's not that hard to just be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to stop feeling, we got to stop looking at Instagram <laughs> and looking at these pages, looking at these men or looking at these women mm-hmm. and modeling after them. For what? You could seriously be yourself. Mm-hmm. You could seriously go off the map, the social media map. Do y'all realize that? Like, we could really, like, we have the ability to shut down our Facebooks, to shut down our Instagrams. Yeah, and not be engaged at all. And not and be engaged at all. And live an amazing and life. And live an amazing life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And do the things that we want to do. I think of my homegirl, Sabrina. Shout out to Savvy Dunn. She has not been on Instagram since God knows when. Right? I mean, She's still on the Twitter, right? I, I Firing off understand. those jokes. But it's you like, see so much bullshit yeah. on social media. Like you hardly ever see positivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It may be. Oh, it depends on who you follow. And it that's true. Because <laughs> I see some. Thank positivity. you for pointing that out. Because that's 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 very true. Um, that really, I, I really resonated with that. Stop working so hard to be someone else. It's not that hard to, to just be yourself. Be who you are mm-hmm. and accept who you are. And, and you really have journey. to because yeah. folks gonna fuck with you, mm-hmm. folks gonna hate on you, folks gonna have something to say about you. They they, they talked about Jesus, they gonna talk about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and kill you. Get ready for it. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Especially when you want to be yourself. Yeah. You know the persecution is is coming. <laughs> one last one. If you, I mean, unless anyone's popped out to you, did you want to? No, I feel like I talked enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about this. Give great speeches. Well, I I fucked with that on the low key because I did feel like it is important that wherever you are, I was just, the, I, I applied it to me. So like at work, when I'm standing in front of my staff, when I'm counseling my students, when I'm standing in front of um, a cohort of students to talk to them about whatever particular topic I've been asked to come and talk about, when I'm in my church, when I'm... You know, when I am representing Eric, you know what I mean? I just need to be mindful of the words that are coming out of my mouth, Mm -hmm. that I'm representing Eric's brand at that particular time. Um, And I think what she's, to me, I think, you know, all these things can be, you know, um, interpreted however you want. But for me, I I thought Issa was saying to us, when it, there's a time and a place and when it's the time and when it's the place, make sure that you are um, inspirational, that you are forthcoming, that you are inspiring, that you are, um, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Be, be that. Remember, you're representing yourself. You are your own brand. So for the creatives, for the people who want to get into acting or music or the arts or, you know, whatever, it's just like, it's just 
when it comes time and there's an opportunity for you to be great and for you to, you know, stand out, go for it. Whatever that looks like, whether you're on the red carpet or whether you're in front of a classroom. The classroom carpet. Yeah. <laughs> if it has carpet, because let me tell you something. These Philly schools, they... <laughs> Goodbye, Eric. Have a good one. Well, that was cute. Um, well, so, <clears throat> you kind of introduced this topic with your homegirl, right? And so, I would like to kind of end the topic with mine. So, this past week, I told you I listened to a lot of, like, podcasts, and one of them happened to be this, the friend zone. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend who's not really my girl, but my girl in my head. <laughs> she, um, you know, asked the guys a couple of questions, kind of recapping the new year um, in their last episode. And one final question that I would just love for us to talk about is one that she brought up, which was, how did 2017 treat you and how did you treat it? Mm. And so if you want to take a minute and vibe on that and yeah. Mm, that's deep. 2017 2017 was it had a, it had its ups high ups mm-hmm. but it also had moments where I feel like God just had to show me some things mm-hmm. and I went through some things some personal things that really just shaped the person literally that is right here right now and is speaking. Um, I feel like it was a year of lessons and a year of getting closer and connecting uh, with God to kind of like really just get on the right track to what my purpose is here. 2017, I spent a lot of time asking and wondering about human existence like why are we here what is this all about you know what I mean um, I spent a lot of time just reflecting on my 20s mm. particularly my relationship because I was in a long relationship in my 20s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm getting I, I am at the point where I'm you know I, companionship would be great but <laughs> you know until and when. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking more about how I've changed since then and what kind of man I want to be to not only my family, but thinking about my own personal family that I want to have soon in the future, but also what kind of you know husband I want to be. What would I want you know for my family? It's just been a year of reflection because... A lot of shit happened at the end of 2016, and it kind of, like, came into 2017, to be honest with you. Mm. Maybe you could say unfinished business or just a lot of stuff, baggage. And so I really feel like going into 2018, I'm really going in with a much clearer mind. Mm. Um, I feel good. I know that I don't know it all, Mm. Mm. but I feel good about what I know. And I'm open, so open to learning and connecting and sharing. And I'm, I'm here and I just really want to be more present 
Yeah. Nice. Nice. Did I answer that question? I think so. Okay. Yeah. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what um cool. what was your feeling about that? So my immediate thought was um that twenty seventeen was a hazing process. Right? Nice. It reminded me of my process to get into yeah. our organization, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. it tested me truly. Truly, physically, physically, mentally, emotionally, emotionally, spirit, yeah, all that. But then I was just like, back <laughs> up, okay? Because you did some amazing things amazing. in 2017. And I think it's so interesting how we forget the blessings that we had when we are faced with some obstacles, right? Like, that's true. I traveled twice internationally this year, right? Not working a full time job and being a full student. And that one That is a blessing in two different spaces. Yeah. So (laughs) I traveled twice internationally in two different time spans, right? Had some experiences that I never would have thought I would like who would have thought I would my ass would have been on somebody's nude beach, right? And Africa was just having that had spiritual experience and going to South Africa, the motherland, and having another spiritual experience. That was crazy. You know what I mean? So I would say in the first half of the year, 2017 was amazing to me, right? At the second half, I don't want to say that it was horrible to me or that it was rough to me, but it made me, it highlighted just some things and some tendencies that I have. So when troubles come up, for example, it really made me understand, like, or question, like, where is my faith, right? Because in the second half of 2017, where you know, things started to get really difficult and like I felt like I didn't know which way was going. Not only did I not surrender, but I feel like my faith was limited and I saw so many things kind of in the finite and not the infinite. Mm. So I think back to one of our conversations, I think it was if you could ask God one thing, where I was, I asked the question, you know, does he have an end? And when I thought about that, I was just like, you know, I kind of probably need to repent on that, right? Because to question the being that I serve is like infinite possibility and making it finite, like it's kind of a reflection of where my faith was at the time, right? Seeing things in the finite, seeing things as not, seeing things as like. Speak on it. You not being it. able to, I, I, I don't know, the, word, the words are not coming to me, but you seeing it. myself as not able to reach the impossible. Yeah. Right. Or seeing myself as or seeing my situations as not being able to be changed. Right. That's kind of what I was moving in. And so close to this period of time, I had to look up. I'm always looking up words, bitch. Me I had too. to look up the word all the time. I, I had to look up TV the word infinite. Right. And really digest the fact that that word means without end. Right. Right, and so when I was questioning, oh, you're the alpha and omega. So do you have an omega after we have one? Like, no, infinite means without end. So if this being works in an infinite space, right, where there is absolutely no end, no no end in sight, no no cutoff point, my situations have no end. My ability to change my situations have no end. My my power has no end. And that is something that I really had to tap into, but in the same breath, repent, because I was just like, I really put a cap on everything when hard times came up. So mm-hmm. I think going back to like mm-hmm. the question, how did 2017 treat me? It treated me really good in the beginning. And then it brought 
trials in the end to see how I would react. And it showed me that I, I was moving down a path where I couldn't handle those trials. But I realized where I could improve in them, and now I'm trying to be, really trying, you know what I mean? I'm not there yet, but I'm really trying to be intentional about putting my actions to where my alleged faith is. I can dig it. Does that all? Now I'm going to ask you, does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. So, yeah, 2017 has really been kind of like a trial ground, a trial ground, and I really hope that yeah. 2018 will just, I don't know, be progress. Mm. I can definitely relate. Yeah. So good talk. We're not gonna keep y'all too long, not okay? Because in 2018, we're also gonna try to have shorter shows. In Jesus' short name, term. I pray. Shorter, shorter. Okay. <laughs> um, I would bring up a hum pop, but I think just going into the new year, we don't need bullshit on the show, and we don't need folly and foolery. Um, whatever <laughs> is going on with these celebrities or in these pop worlds, good for them. But we're gonna start the hung up pod on a high note. <laughs> what you got for the hung music? And plus, we got enough hung pop to go around. Okay. Anyway, so. How many times are you going to talk about Nini? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it next right. week. Right. <laughs> It'll be coming up again, I'm sure. Um, she does something crazy. Uh, for hung music, I mean, really, honestly, truly, <laughs> like, Meja Hip. Meja. Honestly, truly. I didn't listen to a lot of music this week because I was back home and I was spending a lot of time with my family and out in the sticks, you don't even have service on your phone. So there's only like maybe six or seven albums that I downloaded on my Spotify so I can listen to them even if I don't, you know, if I'm quote unquote offline. Mm -hmm. So I replayed my faves, Archduke. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, and you know what, you guys? You guys should really, I, I, I probably said it before, but check out their Facebook. They have a huge following on their Facebook. They post videos all the time. They posted a recent video um, to talk about like holiday stuff and Christianity, but then they also posted another video recently that was just kind of like motivational, helping us go, go into 2018. So you guys should check them out on Facebook, Archduke. Also, I uh, replayed her, Miguel's new album, I love, and of course, Janae. That album is just, mm. it rocks. I, I really fucks with that new album. Um, even though it's not music, <laughs> I'll mention it because it was something that I got to listen to. I've, I'm so behind like on all the podcasts that mm. I listen to. I miss everybody. Um, so I got a chance to listen to the read. <laughs> On my way up, Kid Fury and Crystal had me rolling all the way, all the way up 95 to Philly. It was hilarious. Not the most recent episode, but the episode before that. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly, <laughs> they, they were talking about fuck niggas and strange white folks. It was just, it was just a hilarious episode. Um, so that's it for me as far as like, what I've been listening to. Nice. Um, what have you been listening to? What's on your playlist? I'm not going to lie. I've been listening to some old school gospel. <laughs> no, do tell. And that has really just been like pushing me to do better and like get me together and to kind of like create the vibes I want for my life. So there is an artist, Vanessa Bell Armstrong, and she has a song mm-hmm. called Peace Be Still. Okay. And I'm really trying peace, to preserve. Peace, be still. My peace. I'm going to get my peace. Okay, Medea. So you, and you're going to be still. 
And so I, I, I'm really trying to preserve my fields of peace. So I've been listening to her. Um, I cannot hype up enough Ricky Dillard's um, 10 album, his latest album that came out. That song, Victory, I've got it, okay? I've got the victory. Yes. And so I've been listening to kind like of I those back and forth. old school version. Maybe. I've got uh. the victory, victory. Victory. You better say, come on, debut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, Eric. <laughs> um, on a ratchet note, um, <laughs> I have been listening to. Uh, oh, I listened to Mask Off yesterday. So I've been like just going to the throwbacks. Not really throwbacks, but like the songs that came out earlier this year or last year. Mm-hmm. I listened to Mask Off. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to Motorsport. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm hip. Um, <laughs> I listen to, uh, oh my goodness, what's the song? Break it up, break it up. Break it up, break yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just little gym tunes. And also Demi Lovato, Don't Sleep, still listening to her. Yeah, that's your okay? girl. That is my girl. Yes. Oh, and I've been listening to some old school Tamiya. You know what? Officially missing you. And I liked her most recent yes. album, which was, I think it's a couple, it's not, I think, I know it's a couple of years old at this point, but even her, her, her last album, it was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to her and Grant. I believe they are still together, still looking beautiful. Uh, yes. They look gorgeous. Still married in but love. Eric, huh? How dare we not say that on this Friday, December 29th. In our, the year of our Lord, 2017. Oh, my God. Jay the Z and oh, Beyonce released the Family Feud video. What the fuck? How what dare is, us? What is wrong with us? Like, I guess we just we know well. woke up today and we... And wanted to act a fool. And but you see, when you do foolery... Foolery comes the back. The fool comes and sit by you, okay? <laughs> and comes on the show. All right? Because we should announce that first. <laughs> Beyonce, Jay-Z, we see you, Okay. Yes. And do you see us? I hope so. Sign up to Parkwood, <laughs> please. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. And well, it brought me back to that album and the lemonade. Which one? Uh, four, four, four. But then after that, I had to Great listen. Great album. To, you can taste the dishonesty. <laughs> <laughs> lemonade is like an iconic album. Okay. It's just amazing. Sometimes you just need a sip from beginning to end to end and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And I just died and came back to life about seven times when she was here in Philly. I really enjoyed that show. Listen, mm. me and my sister got our entire lives, you hear me, in the rain. In the rain. And it's like, really? Beyonce just came and moved those rain clouds away. Mm. The sun well, uh-uh. just... She's not Storm or Jesus, so I'm not going to give her that. She, the, the <laughs> music, you said Storm or Jesus. <laughs> Yo, how, how bomb would it be for her to play Storm, though? Ooh, I do not want to hear her with an African accent. No, she doesn't have to have an African accent. She does, because Storm is an African character. Oh, well, I'm thinking of Halle Berry in the most recent. Uh Uh-uh, that's a fraud. You see, when you defraud her, (laughs) the fraud stays with you throughout history, okay? Look at me for not knowing my (laughs) comics. Thank you. No, I'm obsessed with For getting me together. Sorry. Um... So rap hung music up. New music this week. You guys may have had a chance to check out. We have Stir Fry by the Migos, which was actually... Cool. Like it was one of those songs that I had to listen to about three. Definitely on the third time, I was like, "Okay, I can roll with this." Bartier, I believe. Bartier. Bartier. Like Cartier. Bartier Cardi <laughs> by Cardi B and Twenty One Savage mm-hmm. is also out here in these new hung music streets, and we love it. 
uh, Don't Play It Safe by Cassie. Yes, She's Cassie. Release the music and give us these visuals. She is gorgeous. Uh, I love and Cassie. I, I'm, I'm here for her. And it's my goal to be was, a fat ass Cassie. The single was good. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Listen, I know my ministry, okay? Because I'm going to give you extra body, but a cute vocal and a visual. <laughs> and face. Yeah. And Just, legs. Okay. I may not give you midsection, but I'll give you face. <laughs> Shout out, to, shout out to Cassie. We are here for you. Um, Gucci dropped a new album. You guys may have heard or probably heard, I'm sure. El Gato, yeah. I believe. The Cat. Human Glacier. The Human Glacier. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> okay. No. But Gucci, I'm I'm here for Gucci. Yeah. And Keisha. I'm 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 here for them. Like they They're cute. I'm, so I'm definitely gonna check that album out. No, low-key I did. I listened to like two tracks and I just I turned it. I'm, I'm weird with my music. I'm no, I'm not weird. It's just me. It's just how I am. You know, I listen to stuff, and sometimes, like, if I don't connect with it right away, I put it on the side and I go back to it. Like, it's just my process. So, Elgato, I listened to a couple. Of, you're right. It's cat, right? Isn't that Spanish mm-hmm. for cat? Yeah. Cat, the human glacier. Gucci done got married, and he's. I don't know. On some other shit. I, I don't know what this means. So, <laughs> also, I heard that our boy Kevin Gates, and uh, I saw on Twitter that he's supposed to be getting out on bail real soon, like in January. So, shout out to Kevin Gates. We can't wait for you to come out and make some more music. I'm sure you've had a lot of time. I know you've had a lot of time to put some shit together. Is Gucci a genius, by the way? Is I he just... trying to tell us that the pussy's cold? Cat. The cat, the, the human, human glacier. glacier, and we know a glacier, you guys. I'm, when I think of a it's glacier, frigid. it's frigid, but I also think of a glacier as the tip of a glacier it's sharp. is sharp and small and very little relative to the actual size of the glacier. So, so is he saying the cat fat, that, that the, meow the pussy cat, is the pussy fat, and small? <laughs> oh my gosh, Gucci! The cat is fat. Liter- literary. That's genius. what I think it is. Literary genius. <laughs> Wow, you speak your name, Gucci Angelou, everyone. Thank you guys for <laughs> joining us for another week. I know of, why the cat sings of hung music. <laughs> the cat is fat, yeah, and cold and sharp. The cat is pointy at the top. It's on point. You talking about Keisha? Yeah. Her cat. I, We've uncovered it. We are Spark Notes. Okay. We are Ask Jeeves. <laughs> ask us. Ask hung up. All right, cool. Speaking of, <laughs> are you hanging up or hung up on someone? Why or a you, thing? Can you go first? A noun? Um, or do you want me to go first? So I really was going to hang up on um, Widery. <laughs> okay. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to share this story. I don't want to end on a negative note at all, but I had an encounter with... Well, we both are. No, I had an encounter. I texted you yesterday, too, distraught. I had an encounter with a White Walker yesterday. Um, the winter is here. Literally, it is, y'all. It's cold as fuck. And the White Walkers have come In out, Philadelphia? And they're ready to play. And- <laughs> but I got my fire sword, okay? Call me Daenerys. Yes, yes. Uh, mother of, of dragons. the dragons. Okay. Yo! So... 
I had an encounter with someone who, you know, has really tried to be down over the month. And, you know, I decided to let, you know, let my guard down just a little bit. Right. And so we happened to talk about my experience. You know, I'm, I wasn't always living in Philly or around Philly. I lived in St. Louis for a time. That time happened to be around the time of Mike Brown. So I talked about how kind of that opened my eyes to who I was. As like a black man, I, it opened my eyes to like the blatant segregation that happened in the city and like all this stuff. So we were talking about you know the um, Mike Brown case and this individual was. This just is like, gonna end bad. Oh, I did a lot of research on Mike Brown and Philando oh. Castile, and oh, I was just like, this okay, is gonna end very well, badly. Oh, you know, this white walker God. has, um, you know, seemed to be down. So what's she gonna say? Here she literally go. called Mike Brown a piece of shit. And in that sure. moment, my yeah. spirit yeah. Just, shattered. Yeah. She was just like, you know, did you know that he beat up a homeless, a homeless man? Did you read the police report? And so I'm just yeah. like, okay, what does be, even if he did, because this is all alleged, what if he did beat up a homeless man? What that got to do with him losing his life in a completely different situation? I just, she was like, oh, well, read the police report. Are you talking about the police report that came out months later? Because they really had nothing on this young man to indict him and to kind of justify taking his life. Right. 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 (laughs) And so, but you, yeah, go ahead. I just, I I, I didn't understand. So honestly, I had to sit in my therapist's shoes. I could not get upset, but I was just like, I shoes, jacket and pants. Yeah. I was just like, let's even focus on the homeless man aspect. Stuff like that that makes you shake. Stuff stuff like that really makes you shake. Oh, I was, I was like, That's how y'all make us react. I was shivering. To stuff like this where y'all are inserting yourselves in shit that you just... Just shut the fuck up. And so she happened to say that, like, this... You know, him beating up a homeless man spoke to his character. And I was like, well, if you want to speak character, what about these people... I didn't say white people, but I said these people who shoot up churches and shoot up schools and shoot up concerts and all these things. What makes them different from Mike Brown for them to keep their lives and be kind of living right now? Yeah. And for him to be dead. And she literally was just like, oh, I don't know. But the nonverbals, the red skin. But I thought she said she did her research. Listen. And she looked into it. The red cheeks, the eyes wide open, the dry Mm -hmm. mouth showed me that you do know. Right? We flipped to to Philando Castile. Uh You want to talk about, oh, you know, I, I brought up the fact that he did everything right. Right? And he still said, got shot. I have a permit for this gun. There is a gun in my car. Just he did what the officer know. asked him to do and still she got goes, shot. Well, I think the officer was just nervous. And so oh. I had to bring up, I had to bring up. She thinks that as an officer, was just aren't you trained to deal with nerves? Mm, I thought right? she did her research. I, and so I don't want to make this person seem like a stupid as she individual. is. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's clearly like a, ignorance. It speaks for itself. It, right? I mean, we didn't do it. She did but it. But I think there are also like other aspects of this person's life which make them more or inclined to yeah. like the side of police. But I just want to say in this, as we embark on 2018, as one who has police members, not necessarily, well, yeah, in my family, may not be in America, but in my family, but then also people, police officers in America who, with whom I'm close friends with, who I consider my brothers, my sisters, what have you, you can understand that those close to you may not be the ones to pull a trigger, but the system at large is set up to harm black bodies. Yeah. Right? It's you can acknowledge that. It's literally record, mm-hmm. on record, and it's happened a billion times. There's no times. harm in that. There's no harm in acknowledging that the police system was essentially the KKK when it was first founded, right? It still is. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, okay. Call it. Call a spade a spade. It's the root. Right? That's where it comes from. It is very okay to acknowledge all of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be completely one side or completely the other because you know what happens when you do that? There's a bunch of ignorance that you truly sit in. Acknowledge the fact that there are countless black bodies that have been slain by the hands of people who took an oath to serve and protect these black bodies. That's all we're asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's no need for you to bring up, oh, this person was a piece of shit because they beat up XYZ or this person did this or this person did that. What do you do in your life that makes you a piece of shit? Talk right? About do you deserve you to get your life about. taken on the spot? Right? I'm sure you would bet no. Right? Mm-hmm. So. She absolutely would. Why can't you apply that to someone else's life? Because homegirl sitting at her table of privilege with sure. her golden mm-hmm. plate mm-hmm. filled with privilege and eating it and, and living in her world really not yeah. feeling that she's not impacted by these things and, I and was, or they don't exist. I, I was truly quick to say fuck the White Walkers in 2018, but what I'm going to say is I don't have the energy to teach all of them. I don't have the energy to engage in all of these dialogues because and that five-minute conversation really tore me down, yeah. I will say. Yeah. That said, I will say, you, you can have an elevated thought. You can know what you believe in, have an allegiance to one group, but then also acknowledge the oppression and the injustices put on another group, yeah. right? There's no harm in that. A lot of white walkers won't get it. But then that's a it. step away from being white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, that, that means giving up a lot of privilege. Yes. A lot of people won't get it. It'll make people feel uncomfortable. But the fact that we laid it out on the table, I feel like it needs to be done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That said, don't want to end on a, a low note. I am hung up on all of us and our untapped potential, our ability to reach the impossible, our ability as people of color, because I'm talking to my folk of color, to say, fuck these white walkers, because you know I had to get that in there, and our ability to be great in 2018. That is what I am hung up on, hanging up on the other bullshit. Bye. That's right. Well, for me, I am hanging up on Detroit... Pistons baller Avery Bradley literally just like a few hours ago um, TMZ broke this story headlining NBA baller Avery Bradley reportedly paid a ton of money to silence his rape accuser and this story just broke so obviously you know facts are going to come out we'll hear about you know what really happened but The shit was just kind of fishy to me when I first saw it. So I just wanted to speak on that. Um, Some folks are really here for him. And, you know, they claim that he would never do anything like that. Like, I I saw I went on Twitter right before you came over and Bryant said, you wanted money or took money to say nothing. And then months later, it's on TMZ. TMZ, bruh. Not straight to the authorities or newspapers, but TMZ? Come on, I'm sorry. I'm not sure about this one. Someone else said, no damn way, out of all the Celtics players in the past five years, do I believe Avery Bradley committed sexual assault on someone? Now, he may have had relations and paid her to hush money and paid her hush, I'm sorry, paid her hush money for that, but hell nah. This one of the few dudes that 
I guess he said would not do that. Um, so there's like a typo there. So like, basically, like I said, some folks are here for him. He said he would never do this. And I really hope that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Now that I've said that, this is how I feel about this story otherwise. One thing I do know, and I'm reading, and I got the story from um, lovebscott.com. You don't pay someone $400,000 to not spread a lie. I think you'll pay them that to keep them from telling the truth, though. Hmm. Furthermore, if you're seriously innocent, why wouldn't you let the shit play out and let the justice system do what it needs to do to prove your innocence? I, I hate to backtrack a little because we, <laughs> we really can't depend on the justice system for anything these days. When you, you, when you look at what has happened over the past few years, like we know the justice system is really fucked up. But I just think it's kind of fishy that he paid this girl $400,000 to be quiet. Like, I just, that kind of was a red flag for me. So I just want to read um, another piece from Love B. Scott. Um, Bradley was a member of the Boston Celtics at the time of the incident. The Celtics were in Cleveland to play the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. After the incident, the woman contacted Bradley and accused him of assaulting her. The two sides came together to work out a deal to keep her quiet and prevent her from releasing any video, photos, or audio. Okay, so what that tells me right there is that there was definitely something going on that was illegal. And you paying her $400,000 is not to protect her in any way. You could probably care less about her. It's to protect possibly your image or what you have to gain or lose from this. That's, that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just trying to figure out what, could, what, else could be have, what, could, what else could be worth half a million dollars. And the, and the only reason why all of this has even become an issue or come to light is because the non-disclosure agreement was somehow discovered or leaked to TMZ today, which is like kind of odd, like I read from that, from that tweet. So you paid her to keep quiet so your image could remain clean and you can continue to play basketball, make millions, travel the world and do whatever you want while potentially this woman has to carry this trauma with her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Something that she may have tried to escape from time and time again and here it is up again to to rear its ugly face at her or did she leak it? <laughs> or did she have someone leak it? Because if this was really a non-disclosure agreement, that's a legal document. So if you if you got paid $400,000, almost a half a million dollars, and you leaked it, that means you didn't give two shits about the money. Mm. Something happened inside of you that said, fuck the money. I'm going to reclaim my power and unload this burden that's not mine to carry. Like I said, I could be completely off, but... I don't think there's any scenario that I would believe that would remove him completely from any illegal or inappropriate behavior that happened that night. Like, why did y'all have to pay her almost a half a million dollars? And why did you have to tell her, don't release any video or audio? I I mean, it could have been a sex tape. Y'all could have recorded y'all having sex and you wouldn't want that to come out, especially if you was dating someone or if you weren't dating anyone. You were playing ball. You know what I mean? You were just getting traded over to the um, to the Celtics, right? Is that what I, what I said? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. So, I just want to say that you know, 
I really hope, like like some of these guys said, that this is not this is not true. But at the end of the day, you know, myself and I'm sure Patrick and we've said plenty of times before, we 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 here at the Hung Up Pod support all men and all women, and you know, standing in their truth, mm-hmm. and and not being ashamed to come forward if you've been violated in any type of way. And don't let anyone pressure you into, oh, this is the right time or you need to do it now. There is no right time. It's on your time. So this whole shit sounds really fishy. If she got $400,000, that's a lot of money. Um, And now this is coming out when there was a non-disclosure agreement. It's, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. I don't know what to say about that. Interesting. It's a breaking story, so by the time you guys hear this, um, I'm sure there'll be more information out about it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Before we jump on out, I just want to say that the next time you hear us, we would have gone to the Remedy Podcast DMV Podcast Meetup. They're going to have a fabulous brunch celebrating one year of the Remedy Podcast. The baby's turned one! Woo! (laughs) I can't wait to see yes, them. They and better have me on the intro. Y'all need some vocals? Them. Yes, it's going to be a great old time. Yeah. It's going to happen Saturday, January energy. 6th from noon to 3 yeah. at Half Smoke, a fabulous brunch place um, and uh, in Washington, D.C. And that's about it. Can't wait to Kiki with the Remedy and other Absolutely. podcasts. And it's going to be a great time. Yeah. I'm We're going to wear our bells and whistles. I can't wait. That's I'm really looking forward to meeting the ladies. Same and meeting our Sora Tony, <laughs> who just crossed Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Yes, yes. 0608. This this uh, episode was brought to you by Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay, <laughs> just for the record. But yeah, can't wait to meet Tony or reconnect with Tony, reconnect with Nakara, reconnect mm. with Taylor, and have a good old time with bottomless mimosas. So this has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. I am P. Ryan. As always, you can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on IG, Twitter, and the Facebook at Hung Up Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D, Facebook.com slash Hung Up Pod. Send your prayers, your love. Yes, prayers. <laughs> Hallelujah. All your emails to hunguppod at gmail.com and you can click our email link on our Instagram page. Yes, and we're going to thank you in advance for the <laughs> ratings, okay, and for the reviews yeah. at Apple Podcasts, uh, the comments on SoundCloud, the ratings and comments on Google Play, Stitcher, all the places you can find an ancient, uh, ancient nigga that you're going to leave in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Yes. Bye.